Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 25. I'm your host, Heather, and today we're talking about a different kind of goal setting. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. 2021 is upon us. And as I record this, it's the first week of 2020, which means that two days ago, the American capital was overrun. Um, Two days ago in my hometown, there was somebody who had shot someone. So schools were canceled. 2021 is already not really turning out like we planned. Um, the pandemic is is still going and the post-Christmas, post-New Year's Eve numbers are coming out and second and third waves are happening. Even in my little enclave of eastern Atlantic Canada, where we've been pretty safe because we've stayed pretty locked down and pretty quiet. All that to say... I really planned to do this goal setting podcast as a, you know, jump into 2021 and and all these things. And I even planned to do it um, two days ago. And one of the things I realized yesterday was that sometimes flexibility is as important as discipline. Sometimes you just got to roll with it. And sometimes the best laid plans and goals they're just not going to work out, which is actually, although it sounds a little bit sad, it's actually a perfect entry point to today's podcast topic, because we're talking about a different kind of goal setting. I have been a goal oriented, action oriented person since I've been a person. I I have been making to do lists since I had a morning routine to do list up on my wall when I was in kindergarten. Wake up, get dressed, brush, eat breakfast, brush teeth, brush hair, smile was my very first to do list. (laughs) I have always been goal oriented. I have always been directed. I knew what I wanted to be. I changed what I wanted to be a lot. But everything I've ever done has been to achieve a goal. That seems like it should have led to great things. And sometimes it did. The dark side of goal setting, though, is is one I know very, very, very well. The dark side being when you don't achieve something, you can feel like a failure, even though there are good reasons that you didn't achieve the goal or maybe the goal itself wasn't what you wanted. Or as soon as you achieve the goal, that goal seems less important. It goes in the rearview mirror and you're like, okay, what now? Okay, what now? Okay, what now? And it's always a matter of what's next, what's coming. And the goal you've achieved, even if you achieve it perfectly, which for me, in my experience has been fairly rare. Usually the end product doesn't really look like the original plan. It's always left me with a sense of anxiety. It's always left me with a sense of having to prove my worth. It's always left me with not being enough and not being happy with what I have and everything always being a race. Last year at the start of the pandemic, I started reading a book called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. It is by 
Vishen Lakhmi, who is the owner of the founder of Mind Valley, um, an online self-improvement and, and personal development website. And he wrote this book. It was his first book and it completely rocked my world. Like it really did <laughs> everything. Did. I cried after almost every chapter. I saw everything new. And this one area he talked about was on goal setting. And I was like, okay, once I get to that chapter, I'm going to be calm because I already know how to do goal setting. I have been doing smart goals since before smart goals were smart. And I've been writing and refining and planning and breaking down my goals into actionable steps and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm good. I got this one down. And the first couple sentences of that section blew my mind because we've all been doing goal setting in a way that leads to the circumstances that I kept having. Always feeling like it wasn't enough. Always feeling like if I, like there was a failure point like you get it or you don't, you win or you lose you. And, and I get that some people are going to be like, yes, that's reality. That's the way it is. But does it have to be? Cause that really sucks. Like I will tell you from living that for most of my life and always in that struggle and strive and never in the thankful and thrive. Yes, I did just make that up. I'm going to TM that shit later. I never got to a goal that made me happy. And isn't that kind of the point? I never got to a goal that made me feel good. It was a checkbox. And then a what next? So in the book, he talks about means goals versus ends goals. And I realized as soon as I started reading a thing that blew my mind was I've always set means goals. I want to bring in half a million dollars next year. I want to buy that big house. I want to quit my job and travel for a year. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to, all of those things, those are goals, but they're goals seeking a direction. They're goals seeking an end. So if I were to make a whole bunch of money, why, what would I be doing with that? What's that's the means to an end. So what is that end? So when you set means goals, you are setting goals that are going to further your life in some positive way. And usually that's the part we forget to define. What is the end goal of that? When I want to lose 30 pounds, what is the end goal to that? What's the point? What will I have by achieving this goal? I will have 30 pounds less. Okay. And I will have a million dollars in the bank. Okay. And how will my life improve by achieving those goals? So I started looking at the goals I had already set. Some of them I had already missed. Some of them I was already feeling guilty about. And I was like, okay, why did I want to set these goals in the first place? What were the things I wanted out of setting those goals? Even, even my goals for weight loss, 
for me, they weren't about health. I'm still with, well within my health markers, but I don't like how clothes were fitting on me as compared to how they were fitting on me, you know, pre-pandemic and a couple of years ago. So mine was about feeling beautiful in my favorite clothes because I was still healthy when I was in those favorite clothes. It wasn't getting to a point where weight loss was the point. It was feeling beautiful in beautiful clothes that I loved. That was my, that was my end goal. Feeling beautiful when I walk into a room, feeling comfortable in my skin, not in terms of I hate my body, I hate my body, I hate my body, but in terms of I love how I look, I love how I look, I love how I look, and I love how clothes fit me. When I was 30 pounds lighter, everything I tried on looked amazing. And now I have to kind of mix and match to find the things that, you know, hide the right things and flatter the right things and enhance the right things. And it's a lot more complicated and I don't like it. And that's fair. That's a good goal. And then I looked at how much money I wanted to make. And I'm like, why do I want to make X amount of money? What do I want to do with it? What is the end goal in there? Do I want to have that money in the bank to just have it sit there? Because that's a fine goal. Your goal could be, I want to experience security, which means if you have a million dollars in the bank, you have some financial security and you're good. That's not me. What do I want to do with that money? Oh boy, do I have plans. (laughs) I want to launch a foundation. I want to support the charities that I want to support. I want to be able to give scholarships to all of my retreats. I want to be able to take on three or four pro bono clients, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, these are all the things that are popping into my head right away. And then I realized that the means to that end was to get money. But what was the end? The end was to give from my surplus. I want to have a surplus in order to be able to give comfortably as much as I want, whenever I want. I want to give from my surplus. And then the third thing came in when I started understanding more about how the universe works and the world works and how religion and faith and all of these things can support you. And I don't notice those because I'm in my day to day life so much. I'm in that normal humdrum kind of thing. And I'm a person with a huge imagination and a huge amount of passion and curiosity and hope and optimism and all of those things. And I don't get to experience that stuff on a regular basis. So then I realized all of these other experiences I had on my goals list, I'm going to travel to these places and have these experiences and meet these people and meditate every day and um, spend time in prayer every day and spend time learning about all different religions and all different ways that these things can affect your life and all these things. I had all those as goals, but they were a means to an end. And that end was that I want to experience magic. I want to experience miracles every day. And all of the mindfulness stuff I've been doing has been getting me to pay attention. So it's not a bad thing to set a means goal. You just need to know what the ends are. So my really major, major means goals that I had set that I thought were pretty solid goals... I'd set myself a financial goal. I'm going to make this much money this year. And the company, my various companies at this point, because there are now three, are going to make this much money this year. This is important. I'm going to do this. We are going to make sure that happens. And I broke down how that was going to happen. And I broke down all of these things, my debt repayment and my new clients and my employees and all this stuff. Had a plan. 
So that was my means goal, which is fine. But my ends goal is to give from my surplus. That's a goal that will never make me feel bad. I will never be able to fail at giving from my surplus unless I have surplus and choose not to. That's not really likely in my world. (laughs) I would have to be a very different person to not achieve that goal. So what now what I'm trying to do is get to having so much surplus that I'm able to do all of my big, 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 big dreams and goals, which is great. I still have means goals, but they're supporting an end. And that end I get to experience every day. I get to give some of my time away to help a struggling entrepreneur put together his coaching program. I get to give extra time volunteering at my kids' school so that their Christmas mart goes off as it needs to go off so that kids who don't have a lot of funds are able to buy presents for their parents, grandparents, and supporters. I'm able to give all kinds of things from my surplus. So every day I get to achieve my goal. And every day my goal inspires me to do more, to give more, and to be more. My goal used to be lose 20 to 30 pounds. And I realized I just want to live in beauty. That was a means to an end. And not only do I want to live in beauty, because beauty to me means also doing all the things I want to do. I want my body to be healthy and fit and strong so that I'm always able to go chase waterfalls and see sunsets and lift and carry and do and get up on ladders and paint and build things and make things. And all of those things come down to, I want to live in beauty. So if I happen to eat a whole bunch of food, I don't feel bad anymore because I'm not not hitting my goal of losing weight because it's not about losing weight. I will create something beautiful. And now I've added more beauty to my life, which makes me happy, which makes me more likely to stick to my eating and health goals. It makes me more likely to do my yoga every day, to do my workouts three times a week, to do all the things that are going to support both the means and the ends because I'm happy about it every time I do it. And my third goal was to read more personal development, to hit my 200 books a year, to learn more, to read more biographies, to read more um, religious-based books, to to expand my mind in new ways of thinking. And the reason I want to do that, and also, so that was one part of it was to read more, and the other part of it was to meditate more, to spend more time in, in deeper yoga, to spend more time in deeper thought. All of those things, they coalesce under experience magic. And experience magic can be literally as simple as I notice the beauty of a leaf or a flower. I have just experienced magic. I notice when I make people smile, I have just experienced a miracle because I gave them a smile they didn't have by by smiling at them. It used to be one of my things when I would go to Costco, especially on like a busy Saturday, I would see how many grumpy old men I could make smile by smiling at them and see how much their face changed when they smiled. That's part of experiencing magic and miracles now. I'm able to live a happier, healthier day-to-day life while moving towards my means goals because I'm focused not on the means, but on the ends. I'm focused on what this means for my life. And I'm able to bring in beauty and surplus and giving and magic in so many ways that I never thought possible. When you stop focusing on 
the surface, I want this because I want this. It goes along very much with how to figure out what you want. I know what I want is a life of living in beauty, a life of giving for my surplus and a life of experiencing magic. And if I have those three things, I will be happy. And I figured those out by looking at my means goals, the goals I'd already set. If you want to be debt free, one of your goals may be to live in freedom. It's not really one of my highest goals. It kind of goes along with some of them in a way. Like it's hard to do those things if you're like, I can't give for my surplus if I don't have a surplus. So there is some freedom involved in there. But everybody's still going to have their own goals. You still have even the same goals. If your goal is to get fit this year, figure out why. Why do you want to get fit? Not only does it take the pressure off because it, you'll no longer fail, but it also inspires you to do more, to do more, to be more, and to continue to grow. It inspires you to see other ways of achieving your goals, definitely other than, you know, taking on a health, an unhealthy diet, unrealistic expectations, and doing a whole bunch of things that don't actually make you happy because your goals were set because they are the goals that people think you need to have. If you look at your goals and they don't light you up, or if at the end of the day you you don't hit your goals, there's a good reason for that. It means the end wasn't what you want in real life. It helps you bridge that gap of where I am and where I'm going because every single day I get to achieve a little bit of my end goals through whatever means necessary. And I'm no longer so focused and, and so one track mind and so surface about it all. It's not about the numbers, the money, the weight, the friends, the time, the number of books, all of my typical goals that are so numbers, so surface, so checkbox driven, check it off, check it off, check it off next, check it off, check it off, check it off next. Oh my gosh. I'm so done with that. It's exhausting. Those means didn't make me happy. My ends do. And I've now found way more creative ways and this hugely expansive number of ways that I'm able to achieve goals daily. And it's pushed me to even increase my means goals because now I can really see what's possible because I'm always in a state of happiness. I'm always in a state of making my life a little bit better than it was yesterday. Does this mean I don't have bad days? Oh, good Lord. No, if you looked at this week, you'd be like, really? Those are your goals? Because you're not doing the ends or the means. And I know it happens. Life still happens. But you know what doesn't happen anymore? I don't feel like a crappy person because I didn't hit my goal. I always feel like I can every single day move towards living in beauty giving from my surplus and experiencing magic. I can always do that where I can't always decide I'm going to make $10,000 every single day. And I don't. And now I'm now I, now I suck. I, I, I didn't do it. I'm awful. I'm terrible. Worst person ever. I don't have those thoughts because I don't have those expectations because I'm not focused on the means anymore. I'm focused on the ends. 
Up next, we've kind of ended up making another series, uh, totally unintentionally, but I think it's the 2020 and 2021 energy that's been doing it to me. We're going to talk about how and if you can have it all. If your dreams are bigger than your budget, it is time to join the Kick-Ass Company membership site where we go deeper with in-depth video training on all areas of marketing, business, and mindset. Head over to thekickasscompany.com and join for just $20 a month for 2020. And to get more kick-ass in your life, follow us at Hala Connected. That's H-A-L-A Connected. And if you like what you heard today, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time... Figure out your ends, kick some ass, and live every day on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.